0: Hello and welcome to Voice of Restoration, a broadcast outreach of the Christian Brethren Church. Bringing you Bible-based teachings from author and Bible teacher, Pastor Afolabi Oladeli. What are you doing with the favor that God put in your life? Paul, Galatians 1, 15 through 17. I love this one. Your thinking has to change, my beloved. Can you give me that Galatians 1, 15 through 17? Because you will see Paul openly declaring. Even before I was born. God chose me and called me by his marvelous grace. Then it pleased him. Yes. To reveal his son to me. So that I will do what? The divine assignment. Was to proclaim the good news about Jesus to the Gentiles. And you know what I said to you last Sunday. Young man well-educated, rightly connected on the way to becoming a member of the Sanhedrin. But when the fullness of favor and the understanding of assignment came to him, I count all these things as done that I may achieve the excellency that has caught me in Christ. When it comes to God to reveal his son to me so that I will proclaim the goodness about Jesus to the Gentiles, when this happened, I did not rush out to consult with any human being. said, I went into Arabia. Arabia is what? Desert. Thank you, sir. It wasn't a place of comfort. This is somebody who had lived an easy life. He soon understood that favor was not meant to be consumed upon my lust. It was that the favor of God and the assignment of God may be effected. What have you taken from God that you have misused? the latest car in town. What have you taken from God that you have consumed from your lost? It's a day of repentance, a day of saying, understanding what God gives favor for. But I can say to you, because it is true, and I'm a beneficiary of it, as you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Effort. All of these things. They come. Yes. They come. And it is the truth. I had a big fight. With my partner in the business. So the business has done well. I want to change my car. Why? And I, I, I feel guilty. Why I should change my car and you don't want to change yours? Because I didn't need a car. I didn't need a car. You asked me, what happened to the car? I told you I locked it up. 2011 model, Ford Edge. Everything that you are looking for in electronics in it, it was delivered. But I didn't need it. Is he not your God? Is he not your God? Is it because my head is different? Then you are mistaken. But let your attention be upon the divine assignment that God put in your life. Is it not all this fully that you have lived all through your lives? Struggle, struggle, struggle. And you know, it then, all of a sudden, it became clear to me the way we run our company, Capital Alliance. I never, and this is the way God does things. And He's leading you, and you don't, you can't put it together. We are a private equity firm. We manage the funds of other people. But the tenets of the company is my. LPs, we call them, my limited partners. If I can make them happy by giving adequate, proper return to the money that I've invested on their behalf, everything trickles down. And it is so true. If you set your affection on the assignment that God put in your lives and you let the favors of God go towards ens- ens- ensuring that that assignment is carried out, my brother, I can tell you, you don't all this. I try, 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 try. So say, maybe God doesn't like me. You are the one that doesn't like yourself. You didn't know before. Now you know. Let's see if it will not bring a change in your life if you choose to do what God is saying. The dynamics of favor. <laughs> you were speaking to them in Abuja a few weeks ago. Look. Take away self. And do the things that God has set in your life. And you would have removed poverty from your own midst. We have to come and cry. Oh, uh, please give money towards a camp meeting. Give money towards that. And I'm just embarrassed. After so many years. That people still don't understand the dynamics of favor. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Your thinking has to change, my beloved. Every help that you ask for or receive that does not ultimately end with all conviction and will all, with all conviction end up in fostering the defined assignment will end up in you being more worse off. And I ask the question, does favor negate diligence? Does favor negate hard work? Does favor negate sacrifice? And the answer is no. Whether we are looking at the Jewish slave, Esther, or Samuel, who went from being a custodian to becoming the prophetic voice of the Lord in the land, these people, they gave their all to whatever it was that they had understood. Four things that I want to... Just put before you. I've saved you time today. Not like last week that I kept you here. So you use one to balance the other. Maybe next (laughs) Sunday I'll take you for three hours. Praise the Lord. Mm. Every one of those examples that I gave you. Gave their best. That's the number one thing. They gave their best efforts. Excelling in what God gave them to do. Esther, for 12 whole months, was in preparation. For 12 whole months, she was in preparation. And, Pastor Dele, that message that you have been hiding concerning the caretaker, you have to come and tell it to the people for these things to be complete. Amen? Praise the Lord. We need for each one of us to face the truth and be shaken into reality so that you don't continue to waste your time wanting to be like the Joneses. Why don't you seek first this kingdom? You know, there are no shortcuts to success. There is a price to success. And the price takes study, it takes preparation, it takes self-discipline. Those who pay the price, you can't say they are lucky. They simply pay the price. Amen? I'm answering the question, does favor negate hard work? I said, no. But you will find for each one of these examples that I gave you, they put others before themselves. Hello? How do you explain David? David worked for the worst boss. He worked for the worst boss that you can think of. When a boss, all that the boss is thinking of is, I'm going to kill this guy. He wants to upstage me. He wants to upstage me. But notwithstanding, through the time that he was in the, in the wilderness of Engedi that he had the life of this man in his hand, he never touched it. He's still my boss. They put others before themselves. They put others before themselves. Whatever it is that you are doing, if it is just to be like the young man to get, I want to have money, I want to be said to have achieved something in my life, that's why I set up a company. I didn't set up a company for anybody to think I achieved anything in my life. And they know the purpose for which I set up companies. To put people to work. You know, the day the Lord told me from James, 15, James chapter 5. I think it's James chapter 5. So the wages of laborers, which you have withheld. Said he's doing what? He's crying. And then he told me, I said, sir. <laughs> the, wages, the wages of laborers, he said, yes. How do you connect that to money that is growing canker? I said, wait, wait, let me tell you. All the money they stole and took to Switzerland, all the money they sold and took to London, and so on and so forth, is growing canker. This same money they could have used it to create employment for people who will earn wages. He said, so I'm showing you how the wages of laborers is crying against them. You know the time I told you I started doing what? God shows you don't be, on don't be on the other side Because when the weeping comes You will be the most unhappy And I'm sharing these things with you Only that the eyes of your heart may be opened Let your struggles Be towards the purpose That God has put in your life let it not be because you want to put on fine tie to be looked upon and said, well, they have achieved something in their lives. Praise the Lord. Are you unhappy? Mm. Will you do what God is asking you to do? I can beg, I can beg you. It's your choice. Ruth walks to support her mother-in-law. She walked to support her mother-in-law while Offer thought of herself. Amen? And she went on to learn. That's Ruth. Learning to put others before you. In the divine assignment that God has set upon your life, Ruth went on to learn that when your chosen field is the field that God has chosen for you, you cannot but be blessed. You cannot but be blessed. You cannot but be blessed. I was saying to them, this, my last journey, is the happiest I have done in a long time. And why? You know, the guy who was driving me, four and a half hours, no, three and a half hours to four hours. This terrible road. I had no choice but to talk Christ to him. By the time I finished, this young man gave his life to Christ when I got to McKinney. Because I always take bundles of tracks with me, he became my evangelist. I gave tracks to him. Go and distribute the tracks. By the time we finished, when I was finishing, he had left the tracks in the hotel in my hotel room, where there was a pastor that had just come back from Belize. And brother, what fellowship did we have? God. And then I saw that Lord. I know why I came to MacKenzie. It's not because I came to see President Koroma. Not because I came to, 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 to see a project. It was God was building a bridgehead in that land. And brother, they did do it. Come, Look, every step that you take, you cannot divorce the work that you do from the ministry of Jesus Christ. When I got back to Lungi Airport, they gave me a chair. In front of the gates of the airport, I had my bundle of tracks. Everybody that was coming, here is a track, here is a track. Then the, one of the greatest, a whole contingent of Nigerians, must be about 7 or 11, seven to 11 of them, when they saw the tracks, they stopped. And they just said, Lord, we bless you. We will meet in heaven. Where were they coming from? From the deep jungles of Syria alone. Their tracks that they had left, I took, until I finished sharing everything. And look... There is joy in serving the Lord, brother. Oh, God. You guys, just don't waste your lives. Don't waste your lives. Don't waste your lives. There are men who are laboring in the deep villages. Please, look. I don't, I, I don't mean to say, Sierra Leone is a war-torn country. They are 30 years behind Nigeria. But I found a simplicity and a humility Every man, they said the country is about 90% Muslim. But everybody that you give a tract to, said, please read this tract. I said, in simplicity, they said, yes, sir, we will read the tract. By the time I was checking in, the lady who was on the checking counter, who I gave a tract to, I asked her, have you read my tract? She said, yes, sir, I have read your tract. said, and I have decided to give my life to Jesus Christ. Oh, gosh. Oh, look, this is not about Brother Folabi now. It is about assignment. The things that you are running after, God will give them to you. As you continue to do what God says you should do, I took the names of the four of them because I recognize that God has a purpose in building a bridgehead in that country so that you guys can follow up. How much more does God need to say to you about fruitfulness? You can come here and dress fancy dress nice, and go back to your homes, heaven will pass you by. Heaven will pass you by. And I'm begging you in the name of the Lord because I have, there's no benefit to me to see you struggling in poverty. And it's not glory to God. But when you understand the dynamics of favor and set your attention upon the things that count for God, nothing can be impossible with you. And I'm not spinning stories. I am telling you the truth of heaven. So that each one of you, you will wake up to all the things that God has been saying to us concerning the end of time when he says, I will make your eyes my eyes. He said, your eyes will be like my eyes. My hand will be your hands. And the grace that God has imparted upon your life, you can translate the same. And the bread and the flour and the food that you want so much, God himself, he will give it. I say this again. When Ruth went on to learn that when your chosen field is the field that God has chosen for you, you cannot but meet a Boaz who will bless you and then you become the progenitor of the Savior. We are the announcers of the coming of the Lord. But we are living like those who are tied to this world and what this world gives. How long will it be like this? I'm finishing now. Praise the Lord. Amen. Esther sought to please only one man. Her beauty. You see, because they were Enoch, they won't be looking at her. They will be looking. Esther would have turned many heads. But Esther had the eyes for only one man. Who was that man? The king. The king. It was all that he had, she had an eye for. Because that's, what, that's where she was going. Why do you want favor this morning? I'm rounding up now. Why have you been looking for favor? Why do you expect pastor talks to give you loads of money because you want to start a business? Why? He owe you money? Why? And I'm not saying he will not do it. Why? Why? Why do you want favor? If you can't answer that question, right? Then you better just go and seek the Lord. Why do you want favor? To please yourself? To consume it upon your lust? Or because you you want to be able to get the divine assignment that God has put in your life done? Is it to please God? Or is it to please yourself? You have to answer these questions. And I want to say this to those of you who have experienced this. I say to you, the higher that God takes you, the more you will have to answer these same questions. What am I doing? What I'm doing. That I can be compared with the Dangotes? Or with these people, other people? No. I chose you. You didn't choose me. I chose you. I appointed you that you may do what? You may go and bring forth fruit and fruit that that lasts. So that when you ask, whatever you ask my the Father in my name, He will do it. You can change your fortunes today by aligning yourself with the things that the Lord your God wants to achieve in your life. Amen? Esther had a purpose that was greater than survival or self-interest. Like she said in that scripture you read in Esther 4.14, Pray for me, fast for me, and I will do the same with my maids, and I will go to the king. That God's divine purpose may be fulfilled. I'm sick of seeing every needy people. I'm sick of seeing ever needy people who are needy because they have never sought to look beyond themselves. My brother, my sister, you are born with a plan and a set of instructions and you will discover them before him who spoke. In Jeremiah 1.15, where I said, before you were born, I did what? I chose you. Before you were born, I chose you. If you are convinced that God chose you, you better take this word to heart. Because a change of season again has come upon this nation. And as we are entering into it, only those who recognize the divine assignment and will turn every favor and every help that they get towards attainment of that divine favor, they will stand for the Lord. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time on another episode of Voice of Restoration. If you want further information on today's episode, please call 0803 3628 796 or visit us online at tcbc.org.ng.